0: Hi, I'm Mark. I'm an alcoholic. Um, My topic tonight is, if my higher power is a doorknob, a big oak tree, or the group, how do you suggest I go about asking him to have my shortcomings removed? Well, first of all, we have to start, or at least I had to start to have a relationship with God, or at least a new relationship when I came here. I was in a meeting last Saturday, and uh, there were some newcomers, so the sharing got pretty basic, and uh, someone said, uh, uh uh-oh, there's that three-letter word that drove so many people away from AA. G O D, and uh, that is really unfortunate. I know myself, I was born a Catholic. Uh, I was a practicing Catholic when I got here 10 years ago. I'm proud to be a Catholic. I love the sacraments, uh, but my concept of God has completely changed in the 10 years that I've been here. Now, so in the seventh step, we refer to the word him, and I think what I need to know is what I don't know. And what I don't know is that, all right, what I need to know is what him is not. And him is not me. Him is not Betty Lou. Him is not my job. Him is not the woman I was married to for 31 years. Him, I could just go on and go on and on what it, what it is not. And uh, in steps one, two, and three, what is instilled, was instilled in me was the concept of dependence. Dependent. So whether it's a doorknob, <clears throat> whether it's the car, whether it's the group, whether it's that spirit in the sky, uh, whether it's the flow of the universe, uh, whether it's the highest in form of mental conscious, all I know is that I am dependent upon that. I am dependent, and from dependence, I am born again. I am born again because of I am dependent on something outside of myself rather than preoccupied with myself and uh, jamming through life. In other words, uh, Bob Earl says it so well, um, when you come to the wall, instead of trying to run through it, backing up 300 times and trying to jam yourself through it, just turn left. Just turn left. Um, What happens and happened to me by the working of the first three steps is that I started to realize the presence of him in my life. And by realizing the presence of him in my life, I was able to form a relationship with him that I never had before. Remember I was a guy who sat down my senior year in college and discussed about whether or not I should become a Jesuit priest. The uh, missing element of my relationship with him was that of trust, that of dependence. That, of, that he carried me in the palms of his hands and all I had to do is be willing to sit in his hands rather than trying to be the legs of everything. The uh, <clears throat> Bill Wilson tells us that putting our emotional stability in the hands of him, in the hands of him, the doorknob, whatever else at the group, the spirit in the sky, the natural flow of the universe, the flower, whatever it may be, is the only only way to have emotional stability. Because if we place our trust in dependence of Betty Lou, our job, our spouse, our good looks, whatever it is, they're going to change. How do I talk with him? Now that I've been blessed and and, uh, come to AA and uh, have this relationship, how do I communicate with him? How do I talk with him? Well, I still have to use formal prayers at times. Because, uh, especially in the morning sometimes when I do my prayer and meditation, because, you know, I have race brain, attention deficit, uh, and plus I'm just a very important guy and I've always got a lot of important things to think about. And uh, so I, I use formal prayers as a checkpoint or as an arena for me to communicate with Him. Uh, the Our Father, the uh, St. Francis prayer, there are some beautiful prayers that uh, I use. Uh, the most effective form of prayer for me is just communicating and talking with God. Tonight, when I was lifting weights before I got here, uh, I just, in between sets, I'll just say, hey, dear God, thank you thank you for letting me be here. Thanks for giving me the money to belong to this place. Uh, Thanks for letting me have the health to be here. Thanks for letting me have the time to be here. Um, Just uh, driving down the road sometimes, hey, Lord, thanks for everything you've done for me. And uh, uh, instantaneous... um, um, just, just talking with him, and that's because I have, for most of the time now in my life, totally, completely acknowledged my dependence upon God, and and the uh, the uh, uh, trust in Him. The only thing I can control is my attitude. Other than that, I, I, I have accepted the fact that I control nothing else in this world, and and uh, so because that I've been able through AA to form this relationship with Him that I couldn't, that I didn't form for 47 years as a Catholic and uh, quite a bit of Catholic school, uh, uh, I'm blessed, and I've changed my whole personality. I mean, I truly, truly trust God, and by trusting him, I'm able just to talk to him like I would talk to my best friend. Um, At the time of, uh, when I'm into a sticky situation, uh, one of the prayers I find very effective is just, I say, dear God, uh, would you please just Intervene. Please intervene and, and take this over. And I find that so freeing. I find that so freeing. Uh, and uh, all I have to do is ask. Uh, and, of course, all of these things that I've mentioned so far in my prayers connote, they not only connote, they emanate the concept of dependence. They, uh, and uh, the next thing is uh, uh, in the time of temptation, and, and Emmett Fox tells us about this in Sermon on the Mount, is the, uh, he calls it scientific prayer, that's a pretty fancy term for a basic thing. And when I'm being tempted, if I can get to this type of prayer, it is so helpful. In other words, if I'm uh, lusting, uh, rather than beating it together and trying to have all this mental, uh, mental resistance to it and fight it, because all I do by this mental resistance is give it more power. I, I give it more power. Instead, my most effective prayers, like Fox says, is that I say, dear God, I know you're here with me. I know you're right here here with me. And you know, for a guy who's been lonely all his life until I got here, that's really that really does something for me. I get immediately out of this lust or this anger or this fear and I just say, dear God, thanks for being here with me and you're right here with me and this temptation of this absolutely gorgeous, luscious woman with no clothes on has absolutely no power against you. That temptation, the temptation of whatever it is, has no power against you. And uh, the third thing, and this is hard for me, it's, it's hard for me. The third thing that Fox teaches us to say in this prayer is that, uh, thank you for making me of a spiritual nature and making me a spiritual man, and a perfect man. And you know, I, you know, I say it right, but do I believe it? But uh, that is what Fox calls scientific prayer, and I find that very helpful. Uh, a little bit on mental resistance and. You know, Bill Wilson and uh, Jesus Christ uh, were the greatest metaphysicians, I think, that ever lived. And uh, they really were. And uh, they, uh, they, they did not give mental resistance to something like we've been talking about. And uh, the suggestion of Fox, which I find helpful in this concept, is that when you do have this time of trouble or this time of, uh, of uh, uh, temptation, um, imagine yourself in a dark room you're a dark room and, and you're saying, dear God, or doorknob, the greater power, the greater myself, whatever you want to call them. Uh, I feel you here. I'm feeling for you. And I know you're here in the room. And once you realize, or I realize the presence of God, the presence of God takes me out of this, you know, thing that I'm trying to resist or try to fight. The, uh, and of course, to me, that is the key. I just want to share with you guys. uh, I love you guys. And uh, I love AA. I just want to quickly share with you two of my, what I call, feel-good prayers. And if anybody wants a copy of them, email me. Count your blessings instead of your crosses. Count your gains instead of your losses. Count your joys instead of your woes. Count your friends instead of your foes. Count your smiles instead of your tears. Count your courage instead of your fears. Count your full years instead of your lean. Count your kind deeds instead of your mean. Count your health instead of your wealth. Count on God instead of yourself. I said a prayer for you today, and I know God must have heard. I felt the answer in my heart, although he spoke not a word. I didn't ask for wealth or fame, I knew you wouldn't mind. I asked him to send treasures of a far more lasting kind. I pray that he'd be near you at the start of each new day to grant you health and blessings and friends to share your way. I ask for happiness for you in all things great and small, that it was for his loving care, I prayed the most of all.